You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Well, this is episode 101 of FPEA Connects, and I want to welcome you to join me today for a few minutes while Sharon and I talk about what we're reading these days and give some suggestions for books that you and your family actually may enjoy. But this is mostly... Correct me if I'm wrong, Sharon. I think this is mostly kind of a mom kind of day and books that we read, you know, or what do you think? Are For me, that? it absolutely is. Okay. Yes. I kind of feel the same vibe. Yeah. But I'm I'll not, throw in where I think yeah. otherwise. <laughs> I'm not bringing any children's books to the <clears throat> podcast yeah. today. <laughs> no, no children's books, but that's okay because moms and moms reading are important too. And I think that it's one of the things about summer reading, right? That I think my kids value as much as I value it. Uh And that is them seeing me stop and read. Yeah. Because it's more laid back. We are usually doing summer reading somewhere on a trip, somewhere outdoors, you know, and we're sharing in it. But this year, it was really kind of cool. Um, My daughter, who's 15, and I decided that we wanted to read a book together. And we're going to talk about that one in a minute. But it's one of the things I love about summer reading is it's a little bit laid back. Yeah. You're not busy focused on other things. And, you know, it's a breath of fresh air for for you. It's a bit of an escape, you know, an opportunity to try a new genre. It's the epitome of the lazy days of summer. <laughs> it really is. It, it really is. is. And that's how I think I associate that in my mind because as a kid, that's what it meant. I didn't have schoolwork, and I could read and read and read all the things I didn't have time to do when I had to do homework. If I only had a hammock, I could kick my feet back up into. I need to get a hammock so I can read all these books. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I think, too, um, for kids and for us, like when we're, you know, maybe from a homeschooling mom perspective, I think it's a good time to actually try some new interests with your kids. Like read about things they might be interested in with them or, you know. Yeah. Let them kind of dive into something. It might open doors for what you're going to do in your next school year. A lot of times the public libraries, too, and I, my sister works for a public library, and she enjoys doing the little, um, uh, like the little tables or the little mm-hmm. sections with themes. That's a fun way to explore new, um, like you said, genres or new ideas, because sometimes they'll be highlighting new maybe an author yeah. or they're highlighting topics yeah. or locations if you want to live vicariously through the people traveling in the book (laughs) exactly that's always a fun way to do that I think too that when you're when you are reading and especially I think during the summer because you're kind of even so these we already have said these are kind of more mom books Mm -hmm. but you need a chance too for your brain to take a break let your imagination run you Uh know right it helps you as you're trying to imagine and create the next season of you know school or home or whatever it is that you're doing and I think that it's just really healthy to have that flow of imagination flow of one of my favorite things about reading I don't know maybe this isn't a healthy thing (laughs) but as I'm saying this I'm thinking maybe this isn't a healthy but the escape (laughs) the escapism of it yeah like I mean, I guess that's why children love to read fantasy books or mm-hmm. stuff, because you can, es- not that we're escaping reality, but for that moment you are, and you're well, exploring new worlds or new ideas. It's fun. And, you know, it is a way of escaping into a different place or a different person's time life or, or a different time. 
Yeah. They, you know, they're still, and I know for my kids growing up through all of their years, it was still um, valuable, you know, things that they were learning oh, from sure. the Character stories. It doesn't have to be story, a true, moral, moral, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, just the moral compass that people yeah. have and, you know, and their, like I said, qualities of good character right. and heroes. And right. those are important stories because people need to have right. that in their life, you know. So I think that it's something obviously we enjoy. We've done multiple podcasts yes, with reading. Some of what I'm going to say today will probably, if you are one of our longtime listeners, sound a little familiar. <laughs> You, you are definitely one that gets hooked on I'm a creature author. of habit. <laughs> definitely get hooked I'll on just, an author. I'll just apologize now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because in the years we've known each other and done this, like, we, you've turned us onto some good books. And mm-hmm. authors we never would have explored right. or known were out there. But, um, <clears throat> so... We know there's a lot of good reasons for summer reading, but let's just be honest. It's just enjoyable. Enjoyable. It is so enjoyable, and I love adding more books to my Amazon cart (laughs) or just going. I really, more than that, love going to a bookstore Mm -hmm. and just spending the afternoon and and looking. Yeah, I love doing that. Absolutely love doing that. So um, I I have some books, and, you know, I think that more... You're kind of focusing more on books to read, right, right today, mm-hmm. that you're going to read and yep. what you're looking for. I'm going to focus on some books that I've read and just kind of things that they've brought to the table for me this summer. Mm-hmm. And I have one that I'm going to throw out there that I'm ready to read. But, um, I can't wait to hear it because <laughs> I like, maybe I'll find something new too. You'll find something new. So, okay, this was a new book and a new author, okay? Okay. And this is the one that my daughter and I read together. Now, the thing is, anybody will know, my favorite genre is... Ah, time travel. Time travel. (laughs) Or split time, whatever, you know. You might have mouthed that to me. (laughs) However, I did know that. that. I did know that about you. (laughs) I love it. I love time travel. The first book that I remember that was like significant, I probably read when I was in elementary school, was a time travel book. And it has stuck with me ever since. But I'll be honest with you, it's hard for me to find a book sometimes that is, number one, clean enough Mm -hmm. that it's comfortable to read. Right. And that I would share it with my daughter, you know. Right. And that at the same time is good. Right. Because sometimes it's just hard to find if it's supposed to be more of an adult or, you know, a mom book. It doesn't always fit all of those categories to me. So um, time travel has to be good if we're going to do it. And that's that's what we were looking for. I was just kind of perusing and seeing what was out there. And, you know, we have a history of reading aloud together in our family. So she's 15. And I was like, this is a book that she might actually like and we can read together. And it'll give us some some good summer hours together, uh-huh. right? New author, Gabrielle Meyer. She's actually a homeschool mom in Minnesota, which I thought that was really interesting. Um, I came across her book because one of our favorite FPA authors, Trisha Goyer, had actually, you know, reviewed her book. Uh-huh. And so I was like, this, that sounds good. I'm going to try it. Check in. From a trusted so, source. From a trusted source. And it's called When the Day Comes. This is so Gabrielle um, has a number of books that she's written. This book in particular is book one 
in her Timeless series, the worst part about the book is that her next book doesn't come out till next year (laughs) because it was so good. And, you know, this book, it was great. My daughter and I thoroughly enjoyed it together. Um, It's set in Colonial Williamsburg. And then in 1914, around the breaking out of World War I, um, in Europe and in New York. And it is just so different. It's really, it was a compelling story. You know, it was even at moments where you thought this is going to get kind of predictable and you kind of know what's going to happen. Right. But it didn't because it kind of took oh, a different spin and it was know. good. It was so, so good. And, you know, you got into it a few chapters and... You were just like, you can't wait to pretty see what hooked. the next story is. Yeah, we were we were pretty hooked. There were a couple of nights we may have been up most of the night. I will <laughs> confess that I may have to wait on this because I made a promise to myself after I started reading a lot that I'm not allowed to start a series that isn't complete <laughs> because I will binge the books too quickly and I don't know I can wait a whole year for the next book. Um, I am telling you, but it is. And I'll have a hard time remembering. I'd have to read, read, have to read book one right before I read book two. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it is it was so funny because it just so happened that when we were reading this book, when we started the book, I didn't realize this was going to be a thing, but we had some travel changes and so not long after we read the book, we were actually in Colonial Williamsburg. I almost which made just it asked you that. Yep. I almost said, did you read this also because you were in Colonial Williamsburg? No. It was, so you it read was it before. A, yeah. And it just so happened. Oh, that's so, perfect. Yeah. So it really was kind of fun for us, a whole experience. Mm-hmm. But the book itself was really, truly good. I would suggest getting it. It is a book that if mom and, you know, a teenager want to read together and enjoy doing that kind of thing. It's great for that. Did you read aloud this book? Yeah, we read aloud. So I have a question about that. Okay, go ahead. A quick read aloud question. So do you guys do chapter by chapter or do you have a different method to your read aloud? Okay, so here's what we did because it worked out. We were in split time and every chapter was in the different different time. time zone. So we were, (laughs) so she was like reading Colonial Williamsburg and I was reading, you know, 1914. The New York. (laughs) Yeah. But then I have to confess, she was better at reading more when we were like, we're not ready to put it down. And I was like, I can't see straight. (laughs) So she actually read, you know, read through. Yeah. But we did. We took turns as we were reading. Um, and that was kind of fun. You right. know, it was kind of fun. That is but fun. yeah, so so that's my first really great suggestion. I can't wait till she um releases comes out the, with next the next one. one. I will say this, I'm a fan of her writing, she does a good job. I might have to explore some of her other books in the meantime. But um, you know, I might also explore seeing whether or not she wants to visit Florida next year. <laughs> So we'll have to see about that. But anyway, it was a great book. Loved it. Can't wait for more. That's so great. What's, what's your first suggestion for us? Well, again, as I mentioned, I am a preacher of habit. <laughs> I have several authors, handful of authors I really like. Mm-hmm. They write very well. It's hard to find good authors that write clean, but also write very well. Yeah. And they write the genres I happen to like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like some people in that I re- I'm a guilty of staying in the same genre, too. <laughs> Creature of habit. So I have um, one of my very favorite authors, Christy Barrett, which I know y'all have probably heard me mm-hmm. mention before. She's a fantastic author. 
and she has a new series actually out. She um she actually has three series going right now currently that she's writing in. They're similar stories, mm-hmm. um, but one is a brand new series is coming out. And it's called Vanishing Ranch Series. Her genres tend to be mystery slash romance. There's always a little bit of romance, but it's clean. She writes Christian mm-hmm. books, but they're not, um, that's maybe not the main part of the story, but she right. does include elements of faith. Mm-hmm. But I would say this, if you're not a believer or you're not religious at all, or you don't have anything, you could certainly enjoy these books as well because... That's not the main focus of the story, right. if you will. Right. But she does talk talk about faith sometimes. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, um, so she has several new books coming out. And if you've read any of her series, one of her series, it's actually long series, which I also love because once I find something <laughs> I like, if there's like 14 books in the series, that's fantastic for me. Sure <laughs> so there's this one series she did that's called Squeaky Clean Mysteries. Okay. And if you have pl- Pure Flicks, I'm sorry, Pure Flicks, which is a um, streaming service. Yes. For like movies and more TV shows, very family, and clean as you can, movies. yeah, yeah, as you might guess by the name Pure Flicks, mm-hmm. they're clean series. Well, that series was made into a TV series for on Pure, on Pure Flicks. Flicks. I'm sorry, I can't. That's talk. exciting. Yeah, so I'm interested in. I might subscribe to Pure Flicks just to see this just series see the because I did enjoy that book. It was those series. It was fun. It was they were kind of there were some comedic elements to it because she was funny but it was clean mm. it was a good series and so it'll be to, fun to watch the tv you'll have to give us a link in the show notes yeah that. i sure that'll will. be a lot of fun yeah um that sounds like fun yeah so check those out check that out okay next on my list this is okay definitely okay this goes all over the place when i'm talking about it but it's by Jenny Urich, and it's her new book, A Thousand Hours Outside, Prioritize Nature, Reclaim Childhood, and Experience a Fuller Life. And you can definitely purchase this on her website. But our FPA convention this year was one of the places where she was selling it prior to it going live um, and being sold. Okay, so I have so many comments, but the first one is this. This is honestly, genuinely the newest classic, like must-read classic for, okay, I'm wanting to say things like parents and homeschoolers, but for life, okay? It is a classic for for living a fuller life. And by classic, I mean every mom needs to read it because you need to have this vantage point, this perspective as you are continuing to raise children. Like, that's huge. But I think, you know, my older kids, 15 and 20, um, are getting so much out of reading it because it's not just about a mom. It's about how we all look at the world around us, look at life and experience it. And so I think it's an important book for everyone really Mm -hmm. to read. But for a mom, I mean, take it this summer, read it because it's going to impact the way you think about what you're doing at home with your kids. It really, it it can't not impact it. Um, and it's got, there's so much insight. There's so much, you know, information just about how important it is to just slow down and, and to live a full life. There's just so many things about the book that I love that I'm actually going to read a quote and it's not the shortest quote in the book, but it is like, 
one of the ones that I like have arrows pointing at saying, yes, <laughs> this is so true. But this is a quote from her book. It is time for a rebirth of experience. Let's reclaim childhood together. One hour, one memory, one skinned knee, one tree climb, one apple pick, one snowman, one picnic, one tide pool, one waterfall, one hike, one slide, one skip, one firefly, one sunrise, one bike ride, one mosquito bite, one sandcastle, one drippy popsicle, and one belly laugh at a time. I mean, if that doesn't say what this book is encapsulating, it is about every moment and how you spend it and how you embrace it and how you Mm -hmm. prioritize your family and your experience of living this life that's full in all of these things that we may just kind of blow off in our everyday and think those weren't necessarily the important things. Those are the important things, you know? Right. And I think it's great. And in the front of her book, another, it's a new favorite quote of mine is um, pursue the life you never knew you always wanted. And I think that that's just like inspiring, you know, it's just great. So this book has like touched me. It's just been amazing. I couldn't wait for it to come out. I knew it was coming out. And I knew I would love it because I love Jenny, but I didn't know I would love it. Like, and then it would be such a new must read. Like if I'm, if I'm taking a new, a new mom, a new homeschool mom, a young parent, an old parent, anybody. And I'm saying, if you need a new perspective, this is the book. So definitely Jenny Urich, Thousand Hours Outside website. You can pick up that book. Sounds great. It's great. You should read it. I, I probably will now. <laughs> there you go. You've sold me. I've sold you. <laughs> I did my job. Good. Are you next? Next book? What's the next idea? Well, I'm because I have mine is more lists to read. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to go home and start one of my books tonight because I had taken a period of time off from reading. Mm-hmm. You remember last year or the year before? I must have read 200 books. I, I read, read a book a, a day, book. I think. Yes. And then I kind of had quit reading. I took a break mm-hmm. from reading. And then I hadn't got back on in a while. And you know, I, I'm, we're two different people when it comes to reading. <laughs> yep. You're a book person. I'm a Kindle person. Mm-hmm. I love to read my books on Kindle because I can put my Kindle. I, I read my Kindle books on my phone even on the yeah. Kindle app. So I use the Kindle a lot. And I did have Kindle Unlimited for a period of time for maybe two or three years. And I... For me, Kindle Unlimited was fantastic. I got way over my money's worth. Oh, yeah. I read tons of books on Kindle Unlimited. Anyhow, back to what I was saying. So because I took a break from reading for a while, a lot of my favorite authors that I've mentioned in the past, and as I just mentioned, Christy Barrett, they have so many new books come out since I had been reading. So <laughs> I have a lot to, to write. Right? I, I took a break so they could catch up. <laughs> So they have now since caught up to me. (laughs) And so another Um, one of my favorite authors is um, Susan May Warren. Oh, yeah. Heard that name before. Yeah, I (laughs) love her books. And she has a new book she just released, and I'm looking for it. It's called Sunburst. Okay. And so I'm looking forward to reading that a lot. Okay, that sounds really cool. I just, the name of it sounds Florida. It's not. <laughs> it's not, it's typical, but it sounds good. Yeah, it it's a typical good. mystery slash Christian slash probably okay. a former Navy SEAL involved. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Adventure. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I you're just going to have to send me this list. Again, all of these will be in the show notes. I guess I'll read our show notes. I'll end up having a long remember. list when I go, when it really comes down to adding the book names. There you go. There you go. Um, okay, I'm sharing another book, and I know you're going to just love this one. But, you know, a lot of attention and conversation has happened around our home and around you know, I know it's coming. I know it's coming about just about slowing down and like being intentional and, you know, home like, right. Uh Okay. So Uh this book is, um, a book that was actually suggested by someone who was on somebody I follow on Instagram and it's called an everlasting meal cooking with economy and grace. And it's by Tamar Adler, who is a chef and a writer and also the host of um, the podcast Food Actually. So it was not the book that you would normally. Now, I, I am known for actually reading cookbooks. I do like to read cookbooks. But this was a different kind of approach to this book. And so what it's about really is the art of intuitive cooking. Okay. But it's so much more than that because it has advice just about living a full life. That sounds familiar about the book I just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> There's a full life. And it's like, you know, advice about just like learning from everything that you do and about being intentional and mindful about enjoying what you're doing and, and what you've done and the simplicity of cooking, honestly, and how that brings you know, those things to you. And so one of the chapters, I love this. And so uh, all of the chapters in the book are just kind of, they're funny and quirky titles. But one of them was how to teach an egg to fly. Okay. And I love the quote from that chapter. And oddly enough, it was from, it was a C.S. Lewis quote from mere Christianity, but it was this quote. It may be hard for an egg to turn into a bird. It would be a jolly sight harder for it to learn to fly while remaining an egg. Okay. So this, you know, author then dives into lessons that you learn from an egg, right? And from cooking. And then in the middle of the chapter, it's several recipes that you'll happen upon that, you know, so it's like this kind of profound insights and then recipe. And, and how to do it. And so you actually could see this is like a basic cookbook in some ways doing very basic things. But, you know, for instance, while it's talking about eggs, one of the things that it talks about, and again, another profound thought for me was it talks about how one of the most private things in life in the world is an egg before it is actually broken. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you think about that. And you think about, you know, how nature really impacts the way we look at life and how things, there there's a place for privacy and there's a place for things kept hidden, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was really neat for me to just kind of read those things. But then in the same book, there's the rest, or in the same chapter, the recipe, like mayonnaise and aioli, <laughs> <laughs> how to make basic things, you know? Uh-huh. So it was really an interesting book. And um, like I said, a little different than what I normally am picking up to read, but an an interesting and enjoyable read anyway, Mm -hmm. because it was just enough to be an easy read, but at the same time, really just like have a line in there that would make you think about it. Right. You know? 
So if you need to know how to boil water, this is the book for you. <laughs> Your books are so much deeper than mine. I don't know about that. <laughs> mine are pure entertainment. Well, I had a couple of those. But yeah, I've got I've got a good a good suggestion coming up at the end for pure entertainment. Okay, too. good. Yeah. Don't make me feel so shallow. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> You are not. I read for, I never read to learn and make my life any better. <laughs> I read simply for the enjoyment. This is good enjoyment. Too. That's I'm good. I'm glad you, I'm, you probably did really enjoy this. It was good. I'm sure you did. It was good. So. <laughs> what do you got next? So my next book, this is actually the last book I have to suggest okay. to you. Again, Creature of Habit. I've mentioned her before. Danny Petrie. Oh, yeah. She, um, I have a book on my list to read from her. I actually already read the first two books, and so I broke my rule. I started a series when she first released book one. Oh. I know. <laughs> so book three um, is coming out, and the series is called the uh, Coastal Guardian series. They're mystery, FBI, investigative type of story. Mm-hmm. Um, again, she's also a Christian, clean author. Um her books very clean um but there's definitely some good well-written um investigative mystery stuff i love mystery i like that kind of stuff i like mystery stuff too um it gets my mind spinning a little bit i i spend the moment from book one trying to guess everything Mm -hmm. i mean from page one and that's so that's absolutely the opposite of me because i don't even want to try to guess oh no i guess my mind my (laughs) mind starts working out like oh i'm sentence one i know who did it (laughs) i know what happened and i know who did it (laughs) so she's got a new book out and um it's the uh, Deadly Shallows is the book that Deadly just came out. Shallows. But the first that sounds menacing. Yeah, she's got three three books already. One is The Killing Tide, the second one is The Crushing Depths, and the third one is The Deadly Shallows. Interesting okay. books. I'm gonna have to pick those yeah. up. Yeah. That sounds good. I do like good, good reads. Mystery. They are good Love reads. Love good mystery. Yeah. Good. All right, so um this is my last. This is the one I want to read. My daughter has read it ahead of me and has said this is an amazing book. By an author I mentioned earlier who has been a part of FPA convention before, and we're, we've got plans in the future to do some other things with Trisha Goyer. She's a lot of fun. She's got uh-huh. great books, a lot of books. Again, a very um, prolific author yeah. and has written different types of genres. This book comes from her Liberator series. And it's a World War II historical fiction. One of the things that I like about it and <laughs> makes it interesting to me and to my daughter is it's like, you know, in the back of the book, there's um, the, the people that this story is loosely based on, you know, people that she met and interviewed. Well, it's not necessarily a biography, but it's definitely, you know, their insight into the war to that time period impacted the way she can, you know, give great research and writing her book. And so, so there it's really just interesting, and I think it's just moving, too, because when you're talking about historical fiction, you know, and you go back into these times where, you know, <clears throat> this one that says World War II, Dawn of a Thousand Nights is the name of it, but it makes you stop and think, and as my daughter was reading it, you know, she was, <clears throat> she was commenting on, you know, it's just, you don't stop and think every day about what people who were fighting in the war were doing for our country, what they were doing, what they were giving up, what they were sacrificing, people that were in prison camps, people Mm -hmm. that were dealing with all kinds of things. What the real cost was. What the real cost was. And, 
I love that even in a book that is historical fiction, that I know because of the kind of research that Trisha does, uh-huh. that she's really gleaning some good education at the same time, you know? Yeah, that's And good. so um, Natalie Grace loves Trisha Goyer's books and has read several of them, um, a number of them. But so this, this is like the one I haven't read yet that I'm looking forward to getting to next. She's actually <laughs> on my list, too, because yeah. I talked to your daughter when we connected mm-hmm. recently. She had the book with her. Right. And I... You know, both of us are historians, and I love historical fiction, too. While Mm -hmm. that's not always the genre I go to, it is one genre I do really enjoy. And she was telling me about the book, and I was like, oh, I hadn't read any of (laughs) Trisha's books yet. Yeah. But that is also on my to-read list. list. Well, Trisha Goyer has a lot to choose from, for sure. And um, what I have read of hers, I've enjoyed. And so I'm looking forward to this one. Um, She's just, she's a lot of fun. And, you know, I mentioned earlier she's been here with us. And I would say this for people who are just connecting with us and not um, maybe new to Florida, new to homeschooling, maybe you haven't been to an FPA convention. One of the things that we started several years ago is um, called the Author Spotlight at our convention. And we really do make an effort to bring authors to our convention that have, um, you know, fiction that is clean and good for teenagers mm-hmm. to be reading. Uh, some of them are obviously fantasy authors. Some are historical fiction. Mm-hmm. There's a mixture of all of them. But over the years, because when my son, who's 20 now, was young, you know, third, fourth grade, I didn't know how to keep him in books. He read so many books. And I was always looking for a good novel that I could depend on it being clean and not having topics that I wasn't comfortable with for him at his age. And so I looked to the convention a lot of the time because we had so many vendors and exhibitors with books that it was such a blessing for me. But as he got older and read more, I was like, you know, I just was compelled to look at it from a perspective of we need to continue to bring in authors that you can connect with. So even if you go back and look at um, our convention speakers, look at some of the authors and the author spotlight, if this does not fit your summer reading list, we've got so many um, options and we'll even give links to some of those authors in our show notes as well. Um, If you're looking for something for your teenagers for summer reading, um, you know, that is, you feel like, okay, I can just take this book and stick it in their hand and it's okay. Yeah. And takes us the takes some of the stress off of it because you've got somebody else that can recommend something for you, you know. So anyway, I I've enjoyed our conversation. I always I love talking about books. I think I could do it every week, um, sometimes every day. But these books that we've talked about today, um, like I said, you'll find information in the show notes. And we hope that you will have an amazing summer reading. What's left of it. And that if you find any really great books, send us an email and let us know. We'd love to make other suggestions, add some new thoughts to what we bring to the table uh, with authors. We're always looking for good ones. So anything else about books? And if not, I'm going to close us out. No, I feel confident that we've recommended some great authors and great book options for people that they can, that we both feel trust we can trust that we recommend a good yeah, ones. Good ones. Well written and clean. And, yep. Yep. Well, thank you for your input. And um, 
Just want to make a reminder here that if you're new to homeschooling or new to Florida homeschooling and you need some help or support along the way, FPA is where you want to get connected to all things homeschooling in Florida. We're the original state organization in Florida since 1984, uh, supporting homeschool families and having a phenomenal convention um, and a lot of other activities and events during the year. So stay connected. You can check out our website at fpea.com and find all of the social media spots where you can connect with us um, there. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your summer reading. And we look forward to joining you next time on FPA Connects. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.